Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. And in these episodes, we're going to be talking about, I've got a series going on here called, Do We Really Know Him? So this is part one of that series. I really hope and pray that you will be encouraged and strengthened in your walk as I truly am myself. So here we go. Let's jump in. So today I want to encourage you in your walks with the Lord as Christians. As some of you already know, I like to call us followers of Jesus Christ because sometimes the name Christian is just a habitual name. We use it to describe anyone who walks into a church. But it's truly more than that. Seriously. Many people in the world claim they are Christians and yet they do not live a Christ-like life. Sadly, they do not love their neighbor or even spend time with the word of God or with the Lord. And you know what I mean, folks. Hey, I've been there. Remember, I've said it before. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but when I'm teaching, three fingers pointed at me, one at you. And it's all in love and it's to encourage you. And you can sit back and watch the show by yourself or watch it with friends and family. But either way, here's the important thing. Unfortunately, as I said before, you know, people claim to be Christians, but unfortunately they act like the world. And then on Sundays act like they love Jesus. And it confuses the world. It confuses even other followers of Jesus Christ because you know what Fred was acting like on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But then all of a sudden Sunday he's Holy Spirit. Hey brother. Hey sister. I love you guys. Amen. Praise God. Monday through Friday, raising hell. You know what I mean? So we need to make sure we remember that. So in this episode, I just want to share some verses to help us all, especially this guy. As I was preparing this series and getting into the word, it was really exciting because I was learning so much for me personally. Steve Lewis doesn't know it all. Steve Lewis is in the word learning that's what it's all about. It's a lifelong lesson of getting into the Word of God. And so, as I said before, there's going to be some verses to help us all, especially me. And remember how to walk a Christ-like life is where this is going. That's where this is all important. This is what this is all pointing us to. This is what this is all for. And to confidently be able to answer the question, do we really know him? Sound good? So let's take a look at what 1 John chapter 2, verse 3 through 6 says in the New Living Translation. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims I know God but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. This is how we know we are living in him. 
Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Powerful? I mean, I'm going to read that last verse again. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. And I love that, you know. I love reading the Bible. I'm over here. I'm grabbing my Bible, holding it up. I love reading the Word of God. And I love it because the Word of God is really alive. And it does teach us and correct us as we study and take the words to heart. Not only take it to heart, but we also get it in our mind, in our spirit man. You'll notice as you're reading the Word, it'll encourage you. It'll encourage your spirit within Remember, we have the Holy Spirit living within us when we ask Jesus Christ into our life. So that encouragement, that strength, that bubbling up you feel when you're reading the Word of God, that's that encouragement. And so right there, once again, like the verse said, verse 6 tells us simply this. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus Christ did. So we should try our hardest to learn how to live our life like Jesus would, right? Does that make sense? I mean, it's right there, plain and simple. We should learn how to be more Christ-like, period. And also, if you look at verse 3, it says, we can be sure we know him if we obey his commandments. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, Steve. Here we go. So the question might come to mind, or as you're reading it, sometimes we're reading it, we're just blowing right through it. Obey his commandments. Yeah, keep on going. I read through the word of God because I want to get my reading in. But if we take our time and actually look at that and say, wait a minute, what are his commandments? So let's get to it. So we're going to look at Mark chapter 12, verse 28 through 31. And in the New Living Translation, it says, one of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realized that Jesus had answered well. So he asked, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied, the most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So there it is. So Jesus taught that these are the two greatest commandments. So there it is. Just as plain as the nose on my face, right? If we love God and love everyone, we will truly know him and obey his word. Now, if you look closely at these two commandments that Jesus mentioned, you will actually see another reason why these two are so important. And it's because they cover all the Ten Commandments. So when you first read that about if you truly love God, if you know who he is and you obey his commandments, the first thing people want to do is go back to the Ten Commandments and say, oh, but Jesus came to fulfill the law, so that's done away with, so da-da-da-da-da. But... I've got something to show you that's really key. And this is one of those like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones nuggets. You know, that's how I like to read the Bible. I like to not just go in and say, hey, Jesus wept, blah, 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 dee, 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 dee. I like to go in and say the part about the commandments, obey the commandments. Okay, well, then what commandments is that about? So then I go digging. And that's how we ended up talking about the two greatest commandments, love God, 
love your neighbor. But then it's like, well, wait a minute. What about the rest of the commandments? So then I dig in deeper. And that's what gets exciting about digging in the Word of God. That's what I love about it. So this is something really neat. So check this out. So you got the two commandments. The reason why they're so important, there's another fact. The fact is they cover all of the Ten Commandments from Exodus. Okay? So when we look back at the Ten Commandments, we can see a little breakdown. And so here it is. Love God, love your neighbor. Well, check this out. If we love God with all our heart, we will never have another God but him. Okay? If we love God, we will not make any idols to replace him. Nice? If we love God, we will not misuse the name of the Lord our God. And if we love God, we will remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And then also, if we love God, we will honor our father and mother. So those are covered by the love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? But what about the neighbor part? Well, if we love our neighbors, we will not commit murder. If we love our neighbors, we will not commit adultery. If we love our neighbors, we will not steal. If we love our neighbors, we will not testify falsely against them. And if we love our neighbors, we will not want to have our neighbor's house, his wife, or anything else that belongs to them or anyone. So you see how powerful that is? All those align perfectly with love God and love your neighbor. And like I said, if you love God and love your neighbor, and not to sound like a broken record, You've just covered all the Ten Commandments that were given on the tablets when Moses came down. Isn't that something? So keep that in mind. And so basically obeying what Jesus said will truly align us with God the Father. And I know for some of you watching or listening to this, you'll think, hey, this is basic stuff. Come on, Steve. Come on, man. You got to do better than that. But no, check it out. Honestly, it's the basic things we sometimes forget and fill our heads full of complicated things that take us down the wrong trails of life. Isn't that right? We have to get back to the basics, folks, and love one another for real. I mean, this is serious, folks. I've said it before. I've said it again. Don't want to sound repetitive, but you don't believe me? Turn the news on. Listen on the radio. Love is missing in many locations. Yes, don't get me wrong. There's brothers and sisters in Christ out there serving, loving one another, taking care of the widows and orphans, taking care of the poor and so forth, but I'm not addressing them right now. If you're already out doing these things, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being that vessel for the Lord. I'm talking about everybody else, including me at times. We have to get back to the basics. Loving one another is so important, for real. John also wrote some more important verses on why we should love in 1 John 4, verses 7 through 8. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God. I repeat, anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. So there it is again. The question, do we really know him? Do you love everybody? Are you loving one another? Are you loving others regardless of who they are? Remember, love the person 
hate the sin. Remember that. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Drop the microphone. Right there. I could say it again. Do we really know God? Well, do you love others? Anyone who loves, anyone who doesn't love does not know God, for God is love. Right? Makes sense? And you see what I mean? The basics on love are so important. Just that one statement right there. Just that verse. And so understanding how to love and be a follower of Jesus Christ is truly key in our lives on this earth. Just as the verses said, if we do not love others, we do not know God. It doesn't get any more straightforward than that. It doesn't, folks. And you guys, if you've been watching all my episodes, uh, you're watching my TV shows on Kingdom Community TV or anywhere else, or you're listening to my podcasts, in the past you've heard me do series, different series on love and uh, the love movement. It's a 10-part series where I talk about love. I cover a lot of these verses. But when it comes back to the basics, the main thing is loving as God loved us. It's it's key to everything. I mean, you can preach all the messages you want. Preach about Samson. Preach about Joseph. Preach about whoever. The end of the day, if we don't learn to love one another, if we don't learn to love the lost and the hurting and the suffering and our brothers and sisters in Christ, we're not of God. We will not be able to say comfortably, I know who God is. God knows me. I love people. You won't be able to say that confidently because you'll know deep down inside you're holding a grudge against this one or that one. Or you're holding a grudge or you're looking down through your nose at someone who might be addicted to drugs or pornography or whatever it may be. And you look down on them instead of forgiving and loving, looking past their sin the way God looked past our sin and sent Jesus Christ down because he loved us that much. We have to remember that. You know, I've said it in Bible studies, I've said it in podcast shows before where I'm just like, who am I to not forgive others? People have forgiven me. The Lord has forgiven me for things I've done and hurt people in the past. How dare I not give that same forgiveness out to others? How dare Steve Lewis not love others? I have no choice. I have no choice, right? God sent his son down for all of us because he loved the world. He loved us so much, even when we were sinners, so that when we come to know Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, boom, salvation. That's my little bit of a rant. Continuing on with the series. Okay, so keep in mind, in order to not forget what that love looks like. The Apostle Paul wrote some of the most important verses in the Bible on what love really means and what love truly is. And this, I've told you guys this before, get a journal, get a notebook, get this passage of scripture written down in a notebook, in a journal, somewhere. We all, including this one, Steve Lewis, should have 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 as just one of our life verse passages to remember to read weekly 
because it helps us align with the Lord. It helps us align with the Holy Spirit living within us. And that is, once again, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, the love passage. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, boastful, or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Keeps no record of being wronged. That is key. True love keeps no record of, of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen? Everything, no matter what, no matter how we may have been wronged, no matter how we may have wronged someone, forgiveness, love, go hand in hand. Love, love. I'm passionate about it, folks. If you couldn't tell, I'm passionate about it. And some of you may remember the Love Movement series, once again I did, where I actually shared a neat practice that Frank Viola had preached about love. And I really like this. Uh, Frank Viola, author, great author. He's got some good books out there. Some people may not like him. I think he's got some fantastic material. And Pagan Christianity is one of his books. If you haven't read it, wake up call. Read it. But then after you read that one, make sure you reach read his following books that go along with that book. Don't just make a judgment or get an understanding off of one book. The next one is Reimagining Church, which is a great book. You have to have the two together. But anyway, Frank Biola said something really important that dealt with the love passage, and it's brilliant. And here it is. So what he did is he advised everyone, Steve Lewis, and you all listening and watching, to replace the word love, okay? Replace the word love with the name of Jesus Christ. So when you do that, you're all of a sudden going to get an even more beautiful picture of what love really looks like. And you can replace it with the Heavenly Father as well. But what happens is it reminds you of who and what love really is. So here's how it would read. Jesus is patient and kind. Jesus is not jealous, boastful, or proud or rude. He does not demand his own way. He is not irritable, and he keeps no record of being wronged. And he keeps no record of your wrongs. He does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Jesus never gives up, never loses faith. He's always hopeful, and his love endures through every circumstance. Amen? Beautiful. And so it's hard. Now, here you go. Now, here is a life goal. Here's a life challenge for you. Here's a life challenge for me. As hard as it is, our goal should also be to get to a point in our lives where we can confidently replace the word love in this passage with our own name. That, my friends, would be a life goal for sure, wouldn't it? Because it isn't easy. As you all know, it's hard to love. But we must. And always remember, 
God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Amen. That's how much you are loved by our heavenly father. That's why we must turn from the world. We got my globe over there. It's out of the picture. We got to turn away from the world, folks. We got to turn away from the world and follow Jesus Christ. And always remember that true love never gives up. True love never loses faith. It's always hopeful. And true love endures through every circumstance. Not just sometimes, but every situation. The situation you're in as a parent, mother, father, grandparents, children. The situation you're in in your household. Love one another. It's so important. Even as an adult, I have a 30-year-old daughter and a 28-year-old son. I've got a 36-year-old son-in-law, grandchildren. Love them all dearly. If there were any situations that would come about, the first thing I have to remember to always focus on is put that love covering on it. And then we deal with the situation. You don't come at them like the world. Come with love. Come with my heart open wide and then say, hey, son, hey, daughter, this is going on, that's going on. Are you okay? I love you. I'm telling you this because I love you, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, like Mary Lou Libby told me one day, she said, Steve, no matter what, at the end of the day, love them no matter what. And when you put that love covering on everything, it makes it so much easier. Lay that at the Lord's feet and go from there. Because the key is, if we can show this kind of love to everyone, what amazing followers of Jesus Christ we would be. And lastly, another important thing to remember as followers of Jesus Christ, once again, not to love the ways of the world. 1 John 2, verses 15 and 17, through 17. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world... You do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only cravings of physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from the world. And this world is fading away fast, along with everything that people crave. But, there's good news, Anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Amen. Sound good? And remember, a lot of what the world has to offer will take us away from following Jesus Christ. Think about it. Our gadgets. It's great to have gadgets. I've got a smartphone now. I used to have a flip phone. I have a smartphone now. I have a smartphone. I've got the iPad going, laptops, all these things. It's so easy to get going. And there's nothing wrong with any of them in moderation. But if I can spend the whole day playing Candy Crush and scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all these different locations, YouTube, watching funny videos all day, but yet I never ever take the time to pick up the word and read it or pray or talk to our Heavenly Father, then I'm being distracted. I'm being taken away from the Lord. You know, when we spend too much time, when we spend the majority of our time with stuff and material, items, it's not good. Balance that out some, you know. 
They truly can end up being distractions to keep us from being who God called us to be. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you so distracted you never find out who you are, you never find out your calling, and you never get to know who God really is, our Heavenly Father. And I'm speaking from experience here, of course. It's all about moderation. That's why for me personally, I give the first part of my day to the Lord in study, prayer, and even meditation at times. But every day, I've got my chair, I've got my notebooks, I get up, make the coffee, I do the re my reading for the day, whatever I'm reading out of the Bible. I take notes out of the Bible, type, take highlight in the Bible, get some nuggets, learn something new all the time. Even if I've read verses and chapters before, I'll turn around and see the same thing again and go, whoa, oh my word, I didn't see that before. Jesus was actually preaching to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious leaders. He wasn't talking to the people. He was gathered, they were gathered around him talking and teaching. You know, there's all these nuggets that just happened the other day, by the way. But getting into the word, taking that time. And then once you're done and you get up from that, you're ready to go for the day. I just spent time with the Lord. I'm good to go. And you think about that for the day or things that might you've read about in the Bible, you end up feeling and seeing things happen out in the world. You may sit down with someone and talk to them and have fellowship with them and be able to recall something that you read. It's just exciting. And of course, everyone has a different way of doing things. That's just my personal way, getting up in the morning, giving that time to the Lord. That's me, that's what I do. And so remember, of course, as I'm winding up, winding down, remember this is about encouraging you personally to come closer to the Lord. If you spend less time with the Lord each day because of the worldly things, then I hope you will take this to heart for your own personal relationship. And I'm serious. I also hope you will check your daily schedules and make sure you make some time to pray and even read God's word. It's so real. It's important, folks. Trust me. Taking that time each day will definitely strengthen your walk. You have to trust me on that. And lastly, remember, Love is key in your Christian walk, and if you do not have Jesus Christ in your life, I pray that you ask him today. Don't wait another day because tomorrow isn't promised to you, and it's definitely not promised to me. It's not promised to any of us. And so I want to leave you with this once again with this important question. Do we really know him? I hope that answer is yes. Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to share part one of this important series. Do we really know you is what it's about. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those out there that are listening, all those out there that are watching, that their relationships become stronger because I've shared something that really touches their heart and planted a seed that will grow into something amazing as they continue to chase after you. Lord, I thank you for the opportunities that you've given me. I thank you for all those out there listening and watching. As that you just watch over them, protect them, and keep them safe. May they all come to know you in a greater way as their Savior and Lord. And I thank you for these things. Thank you for sending Jesus down to save us, to give us a way out of this mess. I thank you for Jesus coming down, defeating death, you raising him from the dead, 
him seated with you and us having the Holy Spirit within us to guide us, protect us, counsel us, and so much more. And I just thank you once again for all these things. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray these things. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you really enjoyed this show. Please let me know. Keep in touch. Don't forget to check out Relevance for Today podcast show on any podcast app. For those of you who are actually watching this TV show on KingdomCommunityTV.tv, thanks for tuning in as always. Don't forget to share with friends and family. Also, don't forget about Spiritual Spotlight podcast as well. Well, I encourage you in five minutes or less. Hey, with that being said, blessings on all of you. Love you. Love you. I truly love you. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, God bless. We'll talk to you all later. Take care of yourselves. Peace.